Coming live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. way our guys are made you get excited for the challenge i mean we've had guys come in and step up and do well i can go through our entire roster on who's not playing and you can get up and that can be depressing but then i can go through and mention a lot of people who are playing that give you a very good chance to win uh is that shanahan yeah oh, sorry i was yeah Hey, you disappointed? Well, no, because I wasn't. I was trying to get Stewart's attention. I was, I was telling him on the air. Hey, do you mind sending me those pictures for the wall that says it all in my email, please? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we can do that. Appreciate it. How about Stewart right now? Okay. Good, good call, though, on Shannon. Hey, that, was, that was a good one. That was a hard one. Uh, Stewart is multitasking. <laughs> he's 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 producing the show. He's pushing all the buttons. He's getting the wall that says it all. And we're going to have careful because I had a little segment for him. Where I gave him like ten minutes of props. Okay, so be careful now. Well, I'm not sure he's doing a great job anymore, but Oof. he did. Uh, he he. He did just, or he's now going to do, mm-hmm. now that he's got us into this segment for the next 10 minutes, yes. a, an interview with a young man from Camden County who's committed to Georgia for our pregame special tomorrow, huh? Countdown to Kickoff, mm-hmm. that we've got going on at 7 o'clock on CBS 47. Mm-hmm. So he's got it all going on, man. I like it. I mean, Guy he's a multi-tasker. Uh, we got Jaguars All Access tonight, Fox 37 o'clock, Josh Allen. By the way, Ashlyn Sullivan catches up on the show with Jake Luton, mm-hmm. so we'll have that. Uh, we try to throw Alec Josh for a curveball a little bit, see if they're going to put any wrinkles into this defense coming off the bye week. i watching, man. I think it was a little wink-wink, man. I don't know I'm what gonna that means. I'm going to go hire a body language expert for an hour. I'm going to rent him off Craigslist. I'm going to see, hey, what is Josh Allen trying to tell us? <laughs> I don't know if this Those game means exist. that much. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you know what? A 3-4 defense means that much to me. Forget uh, the game. That could be the case. We'll see. Um, what else I got for you? The, that's coming up uh, tonight at 7 on Fox 30. Of course, we got high school football time. We're going to get Weber talking about that before the end of the show. Do you uh, have an athlete of the week we're going for here? We, we do. ESPN690.com. We got over 2,000 votes. Come we on. go to ESPN690.com. Check it out. Make sure you do that. You have until 6 o'clock tomorrow on the show. Uh, let's see. That's good. Nice job on that. Come uh, on, man. I got that. you. I got you. But it's really a lot of Georgia-Florida coverage on CBS 47. Starts tomorrow at 7. We'll get all the high school stuff. But then 3.30 the game. Uh, we usually do a pregame show. On Saturday, but there's a double header in college football on CBS, so we have to move the pregame show to Friday night hmm. at seven, and then we'll do a postgame show up until about eight o'clock, maybe a little bit after if the game goes long, and then we have Action Sports Jacks primetime on Saturday night. So it's really, you know, this day in Jacksonville, unless the Jags are 2017 Jags, mm-hmm. like going to the playoffs and stuff, mm-hmm. and and like the ratings are unbelievable, which I mean for the playoffs it was ridiculous, right? Super Bowl numbers, you know. Uh, But annually, since I've been here, this day on Saturday is the biggest day in Jacksonville TV-wise. Cool. uh, For me. And and because the numbers are enormous. You got the Georgia side, you got the Florida side. uh, You know, it's our postgame show, I think, is our most watched locally produced show we do all year because the audience is so big. Yeah. Either way, whether they win or lose, and then it rolls right in. They stay tuned to listen to Mullen and Smart and all the well, other ones. And one so, thing think that's probably going to be bigger than ever now because people won't be at the game. Man, you're getting the hang of this. I got this. Man. I mean, you I are getting the hang of this. So, hey, so the pressure's on you guys now. You got to deliver. Ah, there's no pressure. Oh. A little, hey, a little pressure. It's funny, pressure. and I never think of that. Like, I never think of that. The people watching you? I never think about how many people might be watching. Oh, yeah. I've hey, never thought shows, about that on this, even this show. Yeah, I mean, I, and who knows, right? Obviously, uh, my performance. But it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Like, I've said this in the past. I am not – now I'm more comfortable speaking 
uh, and I don't mind speaking in front of folks, mm-hmm. but if I was going to go speak in front of, say, 10,000 people, yeah. my heart would be uh, pumping a little bit, okay? My well, heart would be pumping. You- but but <laughs> the fact, but on the post-game show, yeah, because yeah. it's just me and a camera, yeah. on tomorrow night we'll probably have... Let's be conservative. They go by households, okay? So households count as one. Yeah, yeah. And the households will probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of, eh, let's, get, let's get a very conservative amount, 120,000. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So then you're talking probably like two and a half people per household. So now you're talking about a lot of people watching. Mm-hmm. So that's a big audience. People are going to know who Brent Marno is to Saturday night. I like that, night, man. Right? I love that. <laughs> I love that. So, But my point is, like, I don't even think of it like that. It yeah. might as well just be me and the camera. No, and that's and you what you should it. be, obviously. But if there was 10,000 people I was talking to, <laughs> in a crowd? if there was 500 people, <laughs> I'd be, talk? like, walking up there yeah, tripping yeah. over myself. Now I had the case, though, man. He's got a camera. <laughs> Check your local listings, everybody. Check out Brent Marno. Listen, you mentioned, uh, you know, speaking in public a little bit. So what? We've been doing this show now for almost two, uh, two, two years, two years now. Two years, yeah. Close. So do We've you know almost that, made it there. So in the past two years, and it's not even close, and I repeat, it is not even close. The hardest thing that you've had me do for this show that I felt the most uncomfortable, and I, was, I wasn't I was really mad at you, but I'm like, dude, what do you have me doing right now? Do you know what that moment is? And it just so happens to be around this time right now, too. And it's the anniversary of something. Oh, uh, uh, the uh, uh, one-year anniversary show? No, no, that, I love that. That was fun. Oh. Um, I don't think of what else we've been out at. It's around this time. It's around this time. Uh, we're, RV we're, City? Uh, warmer, but no, RV City was fun, but something around the RV City that weekend. So, Did something that when, weekend? so when we were doing the Goalie Can Wingo show, oh, okay. and we were there, yeah. and you had me go like warm up the crowd a little bit oh, and yeah, talk to the crowd, go. and you said, tell your Tim Tebow story, and Tim <laughs> Tebow sitting right there, and essentially what I'm doing <laughs> is telling the story when Tim Tebow supposedly, quote unquote, got sick and couldn't you know, go sign autographs with the kids, and here I am next to his booth, and everyone's like, where's Tim Tebow? And I'm like, I don't know, kid, have a Murray State sticker, we'll see you later. And I told that story, so I'm literally ripping Tim Tebow in front of people that don't want to hear Tim Tebow get ripped, and then Tim Tebow said right next to me, I'm just like, Brent, what are you doing to me right now, man? And by the way, no planning, just tell me to go do it. I was, it was so funny that you say that because I remember that moment. It was, so we're at Intuition Ale. Yeah. And Golik and Wingo are there. So we go out early in the morning. They want us over there to yeah. kind of, hey, you know, be with the crowd. Just and see how and it, it was works. a good crowd. It was, it was great. Awesome. Fantastic. It was cool. Learning worked. experience. Yeah. So we did. Hey, hey, uh, yeah, this is Golik and Wingo. I know you guys watch them and listen to them all the yeah. time, but hey, we're in the afternoon. You know, yeah, for sure. if you've never like met us brother. before, it's yeah. Brent and Austin. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that was kind of that thing. Yeah. But you're right. And when you were doing that, I'm like, How's this going to go? Because Austin's going to be like extremely honest here. He's not going to not going to hold back this story. No. Gonna like, tell how it went he's down. not going to like. Sometimes if the person's there, you might like leave a detail out. Yeah. You might kind of no. say, "Now this is going to be like the story, the way the story is." <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure how like Tim's going to react here, or is anybody else going to react. Yeah. Is this going to be an awkward moment? Yeah. It really wasn't. No, it wasn't. But the good news is, I don't think Tebow was listening at the time. I think he was talking in the corner to somebody else, or something like that. But my point is, you told me to tell that story though. You're like, hey, I think Austin's got a Tim Tebow story for everybody. I'm like, oh, this is what we're going to do now. Yeah. Like this is our introduction to some of the city of Jacksonville, ESPN 690, and I'm going to badmouth Tim Tebow. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, we weren't. Uh, it wasn't well rehearsed. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, come on. I mean, what's the chance? Tebow's not coming on very often anyway, no, for right? Sure, for sure. I mean, he doesn't even remember. No, he does. He doesn't, he doesn't remember me because somebody asked him one time if he remembers me and he said no. <laughs> 
Trust me, I have a little, I have a good authority. Somebody I maybe at a local children's hospital who's a friend of mine who's doing a charity work with Tim Tebow asked, hey, do you know Austin Lane? And Tim Tebow said no. So there you go. Who is the person? Herschel Walker. Oh, Herschel Walker. He, he, Herschel Walker remembered Austin Lane from the Super Bowl yeah. because we talked MMA. Yep, he remembers me. We got Herschel on that yeah. day. Tim Tebow, who I played against in the Senior Bowl, who uh, I met a couple times, who I actually trained with, went to Buffalo with for the Bills, didn't remember me. It's all you know, good, though. It, yeah, that's... Uh so you're going for the Georgia Bulldogs this week is what you're saying. Hey, I, I didn't say it quite yet, but hey, I like that defense, Brent. You had to run the ball, and I like that defense. But, but all I'm saying is in the history of the show, two years, that was the only time, and literally the That's only wild. time I where like I felt when I uncomfortable. I get you nervous. Oh, I was so nervous. Get you uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel like a stand-up comedian out there like, hey, how's everybody doing? Check this Tim Tebow story out. It's the key to it, right? Like, if you're funny, which you're funny, like, but like I'm not funny, so I don't try to tell jokes at those things. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, one they have a one wit, witty line or you play off somebody with something said. Yeah. But you got you just you just move on get yeah. out, get it out of the way and sure. go yeah. um but that, that's uh that's so funny about the Tebow thing i wonder because Tebow how many people has a guy met oh I mean, dude i mean millions come on i'm not bitter that he doesn't know no, 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 no. I, like, come on. he should probably remember you by the way you should remember like people yeah, you play I mean. with and stuff like everybody yeah, remembers yeah, those guys it's not a big deal bro but uh I'm just saying, in if you general. you would have sacked him in that senior bowl, he'd remember you. I know, right? I did score a touchdown, though. Yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah, we you should remember him. <laughs> I tell you all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, remember I was dancing then? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you should remember the dance. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't remember that game. We dominated the South team. So you don't, you don't remember that game. Uh, the uh, We should go relive that moment with Tebow and stop at Bucky's. Oh. <laughs> To be honest with you, I don't care about the Tebow part. I just want to stop the yeah, Bucky's. I want to go to Bucky's, too, yeah, man. We got that. We, we Bucky's was an eye opener. Yeah, I got you, too. I'm, I'm down for Bucky's. Take Tebow into Bucky's. Yeah. Nick Tebow's ever been to Bucky's? Probably not. I mean, probably it's not. possible. Huh? I feel like he's got a pretty strict diet, and I don't think he's messing like up this with guacamole. Bucky, with all due respect to Bucky's. I don't like this guacamole at Bucky's. <laughs> no, I think guacamole at Bucky's. Uh, avocado. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Avocado. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I wonder how many people, like, he doesn't remember, seriously. Yeah. Like, of all these guys, like, whether it's Brady or, yeah. you know, people that meet so many people. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about, like, hey, fan came up to you. Not supposed to rem- I'm not, not going to remember that person. Yeah. Right? I mean, unfortunately. It, may, but yeah. it might be one or two that touch See, you and you might yeah, you remember yeah. it. But, like, everybody that's ever come up to you at camp, oh, you don't remember it. No, but that's some, like, the worst feeling. Because, like, you know, I'm, I try to be a people pleaser. Yeah, right? and, and I try to remember people. But, like, I found when I played for the Jaguars, because let's be honest, let's not beat around the bush. I, I, I spent a couple times at Jacksonville Beach, okay? At Jacksonville Beach, sometimes I, I, you know, I, I was initiated in the cocktails, let's just say, okay? A couple times. So with that being said, you know, like, say I'm at training camp the next year or something like that. Hey, Austin, you remember me? Like, no, dude. At Jacksonville Beach. I'm like, well, that's why I don't remember you, man. So let's, uh, so let's go ahead and do this whole thing again. My name's Austin. What's your name? And now I'm going to remember you. But I always kind of felt bad a little bit. No disrespect taken to anybody. But sometimes I don't remember people. Yeah. I Listen, I don't have that problem. I can go out and people don't know who the heck I am. But Brad, the pipes. I, I, uh, aside grass, uh, yeah, aside grass, from yeah. when I need you to take pictures for me. <laughs> that's all grass. The one thing that's, that's tough mm-hmm. is that if people do watch on TV or listen or, or whatever, is they see your name all the time. Yeah. So they know your name. So I've always said it's like, well, they know, even if they don't know how to pronounce your last name or don't know mm-hmm. your last name, they kind of know. Or sometimes I'll get called like Brian Sexton or something because they think <laughs> I'm just a, a white guy in my 40s. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, so sometimes that will happen. Yeah. But the bottom line is, like, 
I might have seen that person like five different times, but remembering the name from like six months ago, not my forte, which I wish I was better at. Yeah. I say this all the time. The people that are ultra successful, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, Mm -hmm. no names that you would never think they would know. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm telling you, the like high ranking military people. Yeah. Big time. Like it doesn't it doesn't mean they all do. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, if they do, I guarantee you they're very successful. Listen, I've told this story before. One of my very first um days of training camp, my first year in Jacksonville was Jack Dorito saying, You need to know everybody in the building's name. If you have to write it down, write it down. But I'm talking to every cook, every security worker, you have to know their name. And then he actually quit some people sometimes too on it. And that was uh that was Del Rio's whole gig. And that's you know pretty what? cool. And, and and I still write people's names up if I have a hard time remembering them, but I always try to make a habit to know people's names. I think it's a long that's way. a great uh, skill to have. Yeah. You know, the skill is listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh it is it's a good one to have. Uh, you know, speaking of, that was pretty cool. You see Isaiah Ford? Isaiah Ford so. said goodbye to the Dolphins and thanked everybody because oh, he, he got traded from Trinity Christian guy, Jacksonville guy, played at Virginia Tech, receiver for the Dolphins, traded to the Patriots. Okay. And I saw a tweet by him the other day. And actually I actually was going to retweet him. And I didn't really – it just didn't sound good when I was saying, hey, that's pretty cool. But he said in his, he said thanks to everybody in the Dolphins organization, you know, thanks to the coaches, thanks to the players. And he said thanks to everybody working in the cafeteria and the yeah. cleaning people as well. Like, who the hell mentions the cafeteria and oh, cleaning man. people, right? No, for sure. So good on Isaiah Ford. Yeah. And I had just read something from – Somebody else that covers the Dolphins down there, and they're like, hey, he's an all-world guy. Now, we don't – I mean, we've covered Isaiah Ford. We just haven't spent a lot of time around him. Yeah. But say all-world kid, you know, and and I think the reporter was like, man, I hope he does really great things because this guy, he busts his butt. He's a super nice guy. And and then I saw that tweet the next day, and I was like, hey, that's pretty good, man. He was was raised right. (laughs) Dang, man. I hope – because I'm trying to think back to when I left Jacksonville if I thank the cooks and, like, the training staff. I hope I did. I'll tell you who thanks those guys is is a player who had an injury early in his career and spent, you know, the first however long of his career just there trying to get better around these other people, maybe not necessarily the players, knowing that his roster's in limbo, roster spots in limbo, and, you know, was trying to rehab and get better. That that seems like, you know, where that basis would come from. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Hey, uh, speaking of what Stewart's done with his uh, high school interview, speaking of high school football, we got tonight, we got tomorrow. Uh, big week as the playoffs begin. Yeah, we got a we got a good handful of games here tonight. Five locally, two more on the road, and three of those totally are playoff games. So, uh, Christchurch Academy down in Orlando taking on Orlando Christian Prep in the SSAC playoffs, and then up here in Jacksonville we got a couple good ones with Ed White at Bishop Kenny, a little rematch from earlier this year, and then Westside at Uley. So those are the playoff games. And then you throw in some good ones with Bartram Trail at Reigns, Trinity Christian at Rebalt, Jackson at Sandalwood. So we got a we got a stacked card tonight, so to speak, when it comes to the high school football. Will we learn anything about anyone that will win this weekend that will carry weight for the next few weeks in terms of these play in games? Obviously the the, the teams that lose, uh, they're done. But uh, I mean sort of done. <laughs> Well, they they could they can still play games, right? But uh, I, I don't know. I just I don't know if like I don't know if we have a good feel of who's going to go make a deep run into the state championship. Like I think Bowles is very good. Trinity hasn't given up. They've given up like six points in the last three games. Um, That's good, by the way. That is good. <laughs> Bartram so. to me is the best team in the area. Uh, I think they've they have one loss, but I think they have the they're the best team in the area. They're most consistent. Uh, Mandarin's coming on as of late. You know, I, I just don't know. I don't know if we'll know. 
this play-in round doesn't seem like it will be too much of an indicator to me to say, okay, here's a team that, that might make some noise over the next few weeks. Well, here's the funny thing. You know, more often than not, you're, you're going to learn the most the further into the postseason you go, right? That's where the better teams are. That's when you can realize whether, you know, you've got what it takes to keep going if you can beat a really good team, say, in the regional final. But here's the deal this year. Everything is completely random and stacked, just, just completely randomly. There is no rhyme or reason as to who's a one seed, who's an eight seed, who's at home, who's away. So, honestly, you could have the two best teams in a region face off in the first round of the postseason. Now, as far as a lot of our play-in games go, I, I didn't see too many of those blockbusters. Like yeah, it didn't look um, like that. But you never know if you get like a, a first-round game against, say, a team from the panhandle that you have no idea what it's going to be like. That could be the two best teams in the region playing in the first round, yeah, quote-unquote, of the postseason. Yeah, I, I was trying to think. There was one game, I think, that the early matchup that I thought was pretty strong. And then, and now I can't remember which one it was. But it might not even be this week. It might be next week's early round. Who's Mandarin got? Is it Mandarin Sandalwood? So Mandarin and next Sandalwood week. are playing in the first round. That is next week. Okay, yeah. so that's one that I was like, whoa, okay. Now those yeah. are two teams. Again, Mandarin's playing good football now. They, they, they had lost a few in a row. They but beat then, Sandalwood when they were unbeaten. And they did. And and Sandalwood obviously won five games in a row. They got some good players, including Brandon Jennings. I think their quarterback's a pretty good player in Chris Calhoun. So that was a matchup like early on. You're like, dang. I mean, that, that's like, that feels like a big-time matchup, not like a first-week matchup. Sure. Here's one for you that we got tomorrow night. So University Christian, right, they always play a very tough schedule against teams that are much bigger than them. That's why they're three and five. Yep. So they're three and five right now going into the postseason. But if you asked almost anybody in 2A, they might be the favorite to win a state title or a region title, even though they're going up against a team that's 8-0 in the first round. That 8-0 team certainly didn't play the likes of opponents that University Christian did. So this is where it gets sorted out. The records aren't as important in 2020 since, you know, everybody made the postseason. And it'll be interesting to see how, how they perform in this opener against a team that hasn't lost yet. All right, hey, real quick, uh, you know next week's the Masters? Next week is the Masters. Get ready. November. Masters. Wow. Get your golf knowledge ready. A tradition like no other. Yes, good. you're off to a good start. The Masters. I got you. Uh, I got a golf today. I played this in, you know the old Oak Bridge? You won't, but you know the old Oak Bridge? <laughs> so for you golfers out there. It's going to turn off now. Go ahead. Yeah. It's it's. There's a place called The Yards. Have you heard of that? Yeah, Garrett swung by and checked it out the other day. Dude, it's awesome. It's great. It's it's. I played it today. It's 12 holes. I like now, that. You can play nine holes, and then there's six hole, par threes. So you can do that. But like in the early part of the day, it's only three par threes on that side. It's the front yard and the backyard. That's why they call it The Yards. And go check it out. Playtheyards.com. I mean, this is just a shameless plug because I think it's cool, and I love golf. And I was like, man, they got it right. Like it's it's unbelievable what they've done to it. But they also there's mu- like there's Bluetooth speakers for music in the carts. There's obviously great patio area and stuff. I mean, it is to me, it's like the new wave of golf going forward. I think they're on to something. See, and I usually like to break my club around the 13th hole. That's about when I want to snap <laughs> yeah. a club over my yeah. knee. Well, so the 12 hole course sounds good. You play 12 holes, right? We played in about two hours. 12 holes, right? And and then if you wanted to just play that six hole stretch at night after having a drink or something, you can do that too. It's I like it. Tony like Khan it. on the show tomorrow I'll talk wrestling AEW. Has anybody risen faster than Eddie Kingston? We're gonna know it tomorrow. Who the hell is Eddie Kingston? You better you better do some homework tomorrow. We got the wall that We're says it wrestling. all. Next on ESPN 690. Brent Martino. Uh, then I said. 
Still looking for his fourth career sack. Austin Lake. I'm spending pretty much every single day with somebody for pretty much two years now that you know somebody. And they surprise you. I sit here before you right now, and I am surprised. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. The visits I took, I started to feel love, fall in love with the University of Georgia. And the multiple visits I took, like you were saying, Coach Smart, his coaching staff, it's amazing. I mean, all that in my home state, I get to do it for my home state. What more could you ask for? I didn't listen as closely. I was texting. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention, attention man. I was going for the wall that says it all. Sorry, my mic wasn't on. That'd be uh, Micah Morris. Offensive tackle from Camden County High School. <laughs> Not in a hundred guesses. <laughs> Caught up with him about 20 minutes ago. Hey, how big is he? 6'4", I think. 6'4". Might like, be bigger than that. Is That's, he three bills? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy three bills. Yeah, so he's probably like 6'4", 320 guy. Yeah. And senior in high school. Like, no, but right, like good looking, get him over. 320, you know? Yeah. Like, athletic, yeah. lineman, and... So it sounds like he's Wisconsin ready. He's going to Georgia. Mm. Committed. That's to what Georgia. the soundbite was about. <laughs> Okay, I'll take your word for it, man. Yeah, I'm sure you're doing a great job. Yeah, I am. (laughs) I love talking. I love the last segment, and then the whole break, I'm I'm excited about the yards, play at the yards, and like Austin's trying to be as nice as he can, but he doesn't want to hear a dang thing about it. You can tell. Well, no, I mean, he doesn't care about it. No, I mean, yes, it's golf, you know. I mean, I mean, listen, I'll listen. Like, I don't, you know. I mean, there's alcohol there. I mean, there's, oh, like there's the, alcohol. There's alcohol in my fridge. There's fire pits there. <laughs> I mean, what, what are we trying to go to this place? You, you know, he's he's piqued my attention a little bit. You know, I also said, like, I brought this up. This yeah. is shameless plug time, but this is more just like I like different things. Okay. So this, I, I know a lot of golf courses. This is this felt different. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, yeah. and I've heard about th- this this kind of concept starting. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it? What's it? Blue sky. Blue Sky, right? Blue Sky has a similar, like they kind of built something. Is this new? This Blue Sky thing? Blue Sky was, is over near Hidden Hills. Uh, but I'm so, saying, is it a new place or not? No, it's because my, my mom's got a blue. She got a business called Blue Skies, and I'm gonna sue them for copyright infringement if they've been around for a short time. Well, this is Blue Sky, so well, I think they're okay. They're not. Um, and Go on. It's just like a short course golf course, mm-hmm. and right. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's an eighteen holer. It's an eighteen holer, but it's not a lot of long holes. Is my point. Oh, I get what you're saying. Uh, it's it, it's a it's a playable golf course where you can also do an inner loop to it. I think where you can go out and play like three and come back and play three. It's built that way. So if you want to just go play six holes, you can do it. I'm pretty sure Blue Sky's built like that. <laughs> That's Stuart's crazy. Looking though. at me funny. I mean, well, I don't, play, like, listen, full round there, so I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, if you're gonna go play, go play full round. You know, go play full round. Yeah, but that's the concept in the last handful of years. We gotta people, bring back baby back ribs again. We gotta bring back the ribs. It's people are uh-huh. like, hey, we don't, I don't have four hours, right? I don't have four and a half hours. It's like that's too long. You know, everybody's mm. attention span, all this stuff. So, can you go find a place where you can go play two hours and jump out there and feel like, you know, plus you didn't spend as much, all this stuff. Mm. Go in and have a beer instead of going to play an extra couple holes and watch watch a game or okay. whatever it might be. Okay. So that's what this is. All right. So I give you another different thing. I heard of. So I've you're, never been. you're all about this, by the way. I, I like really you don't like think it. it's messing up tradition. No, I like the concept. I really do. I think it's going. I think it's a great concept. Interesting. I mean, I find an interesting guy who's so passionate about the old school philosophies of baseball. Yeah. But you're all about golfing six well, holes. Well, listen, I don't mind playing four four hours of golf either. I'm going to go yeah, play yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I'm just saying there's a new there's an appetite for somebody. 
who doesn't want to do that, or if you want to take your kid out there and just play six That's holes. Point. You know? I can see that. So there's this other place I've never been. Somebody will have to tell me, uh, but I've heard good things about. I got to do it. Maybe we got to maybe we got to take the, the the ladies out or something. Congaree and Penn. Okay. And I've never been. Like I think that's like out. Is it out near like Callahan or something? You've never even heard of it. No. Uh, it's Old Kings Road. So that's out. Oh, I know Old Kings Road. Yeah. Now you have my attention. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've been Old Kings Road. <laughs> you got some hot spots on Old Kings Road or something. Well, no, the, uh, the old boxer gym used to be out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's another one. Like it looks different. I don't know. I'm. I don't even know if it's uh, really good or whatever. Yeah. But I want to try. So actually, there you, go. you got a you got a uh, picture of that? I may have been there. Oh, you think so? You got a picture of it? Is, is, it's like a barn, right, or not? I yeah, I think it is. I think maybe I have been. I mean, there it's then. like eating on a farm. You know what? You I, think, like, I think. You know what happened? We were gonna go there, but I'm sorry, Congaree and Bennis is a it's little a barn. It's not a con- commercial for you. I never filled the troughs. It's a barn. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to like talk bad about you guys, but no, I think we were gonna go there, but they were so busy like, we had to. We were gonna wait two hours. There you go. I was hungry and I was kind of you know. Hangry, you would say. Ah, I like different. See, so that yeah. seems to. I'm gonna go. gonna go there. Let's yeah. do it. I give my full endorsement. <laughs> Farmer table. We always say, how many places we commission for free here yeah. on ESPN 690? Well, all right, let's get to the wall that says it all. Yeah. Stewart's getting mad at us. We're almost against time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going fighting. Fight night, baby. Fight night on the wall that says it all. I mean, right listen, now. you mentioned it yourself, Brent. Like, right now, the whole Florida-Georgia buzz, it's not like what it used to be, right? We're not an RV city right now. We don't have one of those cool player slingshots in front of us. We don't have our own RV. I'm in the studio with you. Much of the same, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, not saying it's a bad thing. No, right? it's good. It's a I good mean, last point. year was so yeah, unfortunately. cool. <laughs> I mean, but last year was so cool. Like, I was telling my friends, like, dude, we got our own yeah, RV. Yeah. Like, I was it pumped. was cool. I was yeah. doing stand-ups on top of the RV, yeah. man. And now we're, you know, whatever. But um, with that being said, let's get the people hyped up a little bit, right? Let's let's, let's talk about some fights, not only in college football, but also the NFL. So let's go back, Brent. Let's go back Saturday night. I'm talking Missouri playing in the swamp just before the first half. We talk about what transpired there. Stuart, we ready, man? Let's get it. Slide number one. And I'm not sure this gentleman's name. And you know what? He doesn't really warrant a name when you cheap shot a quarterback like this. So what, you want to set up real quick, Brent, or you want me to keep on going? Well, this is the Trask play. It's the Trask right? play. And everybody now, I think Saturday night against Missouri, has seen the play. Yeah. And a late hit doesn't get called, but it begins the melee. Is it warranted? This is where you can tell us. Yeah. You played the game. Yeah. You deliver this, do you expect some repercussion? Brent, let me tell you right now, it's a great question. A picture is worth what? A thousand words. I'm going to say one word for this picture. Cheap. That's what, that's, that's oh, what so it was. You thought it was cheap. This is a cheap shot, and here's why. Really? I didn't think if it was you, cheap. But look at, look at the picture right now. I thought it was now. late. And this picture is going to tell you a couple things. Number one, the picture shows four offensive linemen looking downfield, and they have stopped blocking. Okay? It also shows you that another player, number 99, from Missouri has his back turned because the pass has been thrown. So that leads me to believe right now that the play in the trenches, the quarterback throwing the ball, it's done. It's over. But we have one player right now who doesn't buy into that. We have one um, rogue individual, let's just say, one troublemaker out here that has took it upon himself to deliver a cheap shot to Kyle Trask. Now, it's not helmet to helmet. I wouldn't call it targeting. It's right under the chin, though. But it's definitely, I, I feel like, delivered with bad intentions. Yeah. And up high. Yeah. Right? Yep. Way up high. And then shout out to the, the running over. <laughs> this guy is in the back. The safety, whoever he is. <laughs> don't on do it. Yeah. Don't do it, man. No. It's national television. Come on. We're in the swamp. Don't do it. All right. Slide uh, number two. And now, Brett, so now this is where you're adamant about this, right? And, and we've talked about this a little bit. And I, I want to go back here just for a second. 
So slide number two, things start to get elevated a little bit. Things start to escalate. And the the prime escalator, let's just say, is Dan Mullen, right? Dan Mullen didn't see the cheap shot happen live, but he heard enough rumblings on his sideline. He had enough players tell him, hey, trash just got hit. And now Dan Mullen's like, all right, I got your backs. Time to go to war. Right, so Dan Mullen yeah. was leading the charge didn't a little bit. Didn't see it live, though, but he got didn't see it live, yeah. up to the 50-yard line but, and hey, a 4.2. Word, word of mouth is a powerful thing, Brad. Like, <laughs> you'd be surprised what they can do with our show ESPN 690. Like, word of mouth is everything. Like, everybody's like, hey, coach, did you see that cheap shot? He, he didn't even say really. He just yeah. went, bam. No, he's, he's doing that. They're like, what? <laughs> say no more. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So Dan Mullen leaves the charge, right? Now, once again, I don't think – that the goal of this whole situation was to cause a ruckus where you get some players suspended. Obviously, that's not the goal, right? And you never throw a punch and things like that. But let's be honest. This is the game of football. And emotions run super high. So when this play was, when this is happening, as you can see, we got, looks like a Missouri strength and conditioning coach. By, by the way, the worst guy you want in a fight is a strength and conditioning coach. Because you know this, Brent. They're a different breed. They are crazy. They're a different man. breed. Now, some of the four, so for instance, like Milo and the Jaguars, he's cool because he, he's a yeah, former he player. You're right. right. Like he's he's not like a, and I say this with all due respect, he's not a meathead, right? Like he, he's a genius how it comes to strength and conditioning, but he's not like a broy bro. Yeah, you're right. right? Most strength and conditioning no, he coaches doesn't smile much. No, man, Smiles he's a former not a smiling player. guy. He's, he's a former player, man. He ain't gonna smile. But with that being said, most strength and conditioning coaches in college, let's be honest, a little broy. I used to have one back in Murray State. I'm not lying. Used to sign his letters, yours in iron. Like instead of saying, <laughs> yours truly, yeah, yeah, sincerely, no, yeah, yours in iron. <laughs> All right, that's what we're dealing with right now on the field. And we had right. that conversation. Remember, we said if you say cheers, does it yeah, say yeah. something about you? Sure, yours sure. and iron. Yours and iron. Never heard of it. Not really, even exaggerating. Really says something about <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, so that's who we're dealing with right now in the scuffle, right? So you got maximum testosterone getting uh, exemplified to maybe the players. This is what happens. So we got punches being thrown, and it's a it's a brouhaha. If not, it's called the Pier Six Brawl, and that's what we got right now. All right. Uh... Next slide. Slide number three. Okay. And this is a little more of the aftermath. You can kind of see uh, the, 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 they call it a wide shot, Brent. Is that a wide shot right here? I don't see it yet on my computer. Okay. It's I'll, a wide I'll show shot. It yes. Very well done. Very, I'm learning, man. You are good. I mean, that's TV stuff. Yeah. So, so what we have here is a, a wide that shot. That is a wide shot. And what we have here is if you look closely, you have players that are not even suited up on the field. You have essentially the entire Florida Gator football team right now. And by the way, those jerseys looking mint. Black I, shoes. I like I'm not it. mad at it. Yeah, I, love I didn't the jerseys. love the black shoes part, but I like but, everything but else. You understand it, though. Yeah. You have to respect it. I didn't yeah. get any of it, but you respect it. But needless to say, listen, this is the classic example right here. It's one of the most cliche things that coaches use in terms of football but it, it echoes true right here if they mess with one of us they mess with all of us yeah and that's exactly what has happened right now kyle trask being the guy that he is being the general being the heisman hopeful being the leader of this florida gator team got cheap shot at least the florida gators think that and now you have the entire team and you know what i like this brent I, and what people out there are going to be able to say austin slow down a little bit what are you talking about i don't care i love the fact that i can see every single florida gator player it seems like on the field and i'm talking about guys that are in street clothes no right doubt now. this was like when we brawled against grand valley state up there at national university we only had 25 guys they had 40 yeah yep. i mean that's what this looks like missouri where are you and, and by the way what's the point hey officials nice job breaking it up oh no hey <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys doing have a ladies aid meeting what are you guys doing in the, in the bottom left over here you're just no, What's going on? They're on, on right Florida now. side. They're going to go fight some Missouri yeah, players. That's right. But see that guy in the left too in the yeah. black. Is he wearing the Darth Vader outfit? <laughs> <laughs> 
But the last point I'm going to bring is this. And if you're a Florida Gator fan, regardless of how you follow the situation right now, and I understand a couple players got to sit out a little bit, and I get that. But at the end of the day, Brent, you brought up a great point. You probably didn't know you brought it up. Look at the Missouri side, okay? Now, granted, the cheap shot happened on a Florida Gator player. But when this escalates and it gets to the point of guys come on the field, there's two types of people. The people that go and support your brothers and go on the field and have their back and the people that shy away from the storm, right? They see the fire and they walk away. Every one of these Florida Gator players had Kyle's Trask back on this play. Whether it was current players or guys in street clothes, every member, I feel like, of that football team is out there. Missouri can't say the same. And to me, that tells you about the camaraderie, it tells you about the brotherhood, and it tells you about the unity that is happening right now in Gainesville. So to me, once again, maybe Dan Mullen should never went out there, but if he did anything positive, he has shown the unity that he has brought to this program at Florida. Two notes uh, on that. I'm the guy that goes and calls the police. So, yeah. <laughs> you going to snitch on somebody? Huh? Or, or calls whoever. You're going to be a snitch on somebody. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm probably right, not in snitching. there. All right. Uh, you're snitching. And, That's fine. Uh, my second thing here, and I just noticed this here on the feed. Yeah. How short are your shorts today? Oh, my bad, dude. They're, they're going up a little bit. Sorry. Hey, so you know what happens, man? It gets hot in here. And when I, when I go to the wall that says it all, I got to roll them up I mean, a little bit. is this bit. a Gola I, Jr. I, thing hey, here? Hey, no, I no. Mean, certainly not, sir. Certainly not, sir. I'm just saying, when I get into it, when I get heated, and I'm talking fighting right now, I love to talk about fighting. So I got to roll the shorts up a little bit. I got to get a little breeze flowing. And we got to see where we're at. It's not a big deal until you made it a big deal. It's all right. And now it's I just, a big deal. I just and now it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And now it's a big deal. You know, that's a big deal. We got to take a break. Right. We come back. Javon Wims part fight. two. So part two of the wall that says it all, Fight Camp, continues here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. All right, Fight Night Part 2. It's been a fun show. Oh, yeah. We ready? You ready? Right. Land, let me roll, roll my shorts quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm ready. Got people watching. I'm like ready. It. All right, so check this out, Check bro. out how short Austin Lane's shorts Dude, are. Th- this Go to the video feeds. Hey, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and I Twitch. Mean, it ain't by design. They're just their athletic shorts, and they roll up, man. What do you want? Now you got them, right? self-conscious. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, hey, presence has gone up I don't want the cash and I don't want the cash and prizes being shown, okay? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we don't either. Now that the FCC. Yeah, I'll push it to the limit. We'll see. I'll put them all in. One last thing real quick before we get into this. Do we have a president yet? Brent, you gotta be patient, man. It ain't gonna happen until like Saturday or Sunday. All right, just double right. checking. Thank yeah. you. You're like a kid on Christmas right now. I, I like just it. wonder. I want to update the people. I got you. I got you. But you're, yeah, you're passionate. I appreciate it. All right. So, Brent, part two. Javon Wims, CJ Gardner Johnson. By the way, get like more vowels and hyphens and everything in your name. Like, what are we talking about here? Just, play, I mean, CJ dot dot Gardner. Uh, is that a hyphen? What do you call that? The slash thing. That's a hyphen. Hyphen. And then Johnson. So a lot of stuff going on in his name. By the man. way, a slash is called a slash and a hyphen is called a hyphen. Uh, whatever, man. Hey, listen. Hey, I don't claim to know everything about the English language. No, but you know enough. fighting. Yes, I go. do. And here we go. Thanks for setting me back up. So this occurred in the third quarter. Okay. And we've, we've all seen the highlights. 
But not many of us know how this fight actually transpired, right? And what I'm talking about is Javon Wims, who there's a, just, there's some ties here. Brent, you want to set him up real quick? Uh, uh, Javon Wims, Ed White guy, yeah. locally here in Jacksonville, Georgia Bulldog. And yeah. we've got a little Georgia on Florida crime here. Exactly, because C.J. Garner-Johnson. Florida Gator. There we By go. By the way, not too far away, Janoris Jenkins. Yes. Florida Gator. So it makes you wonder, did Javon Wims watch that Florida Gator game? Prime time in the swamp. Did he see that? I'm like, you know what? I think the Bulldogs is a little something here. I have to give him a little, give him a little extra oomph, give him a little motivation, be like, hey, I see you guys out there. Let's get ready to go. Georgia, Florida weekend. Here we go. So this whole thing transpired from C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yes, Javon Wims punching him in the face multiple times. It was out of character. It wasn't right. But let's go back and ask why that punch happened in the first place. Brent, as we can see here, this is before the fight even happened. Like Debo and the, the first Friday when he snaps the chain from that UPS driver, he snatched the, the mouth guard of Javon Wims. <laughs> yeah. And to the point, and if you go back and actually watch this broadcast, they mention a mouth guard on the field two plays later. They're like, what is that on the field? Yeah. Oh, it's a mouth guard. I think it was, it was Troy Aikman maybe? Yeah, was, Troy yeah. Aikman. Yeah. Troy Aikman was mentioned a bit. So even Troy Aikman through his booth could see it on the field. Like there was something afoot right now. Regarding a mouth guard, well, guess what? It's because C.J. Gardner-Johnson pulled the mouth guard of Javon Wims. Now, Brent, it's not a big deal, right? Like, a lot of football players like myself, when I played, they don't wear mouth guards. But I, once again... I'm still surprised at that, but go ahead. Oh, I know. And trust me, I'm sure my dentist is really thankful for that because I got, like, nerve damage in my teeth. It's, it's a mess. But anyways, I, I wear it now for fighting, so you know. But anyways, it's not about the mouth guard, Brent. What is it about? It's about the principle. And I think right now Javon Wims feels like he got punked on national television, a primetime game, if you will, Saints, Bears. Let's go to slide number two and see a little retaliation. It's a good plug for Fox right there on that. (laughs) Shout out to Marcel Robinson, by the way, for setting this all up, man. He did a great job. So now we have a couple plays later, right? That that moment of the mouth guard getting pulled out of his face mask is ingrained in his brain, Brent. Mm -hmm. He can't let it go. Can't do it. Passionate. Football players are crazy, right? He he put it in the the backlog and say, hey, you know what? If I have a chance to go after him, I'm going to go after him. Keep in mind, too, C. Nate Gardner Johnson. I'm sorry. Chauncey. Chauncey, whatever. Gardner Johnson. Gardner Johnson. What's CJ, though, too? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. CGJ. Yeah, whatever you want to call him. He was the guy that got involved with Michael Thomas at practice. Right? So That's right. This guy is a habitual... Go ahead. uh, uh, Gardner Johnson has a history. Anyway, even go back all the way to the Gators. So so this guy's an instigator. Yeah. He's a fire starter. This is his first rodeo, okay? And we got another example right here. So once again, Javon Wims used to train at a gym I used to be at. I know he throws hands a little bit. Going to be honest here. Let's look at his right hand. Can you see the video right now? You see the screen? I got it. All right, the right hand right now. I don't like where it's at. It's kind of not good technique. I don't like where it's at. Okay? I mean, when we really slow you, it down. You, you know what he's doing here? What he's is like, he doing? I here? really punch a helmet. He, he's having second thoughts, right? And as he should, because what his coach is up. Well, any coach, any anytime football always says this, never punch a guy in his face mask. And I'll be the first one to tell you, I've done it many times. Don't do it, man. Sorry, okay? Evan Britton. Sorry, Evan Britton. Sorry to Montel Owens even, man. That guy's the nicest guy ever. Yeah, he's But nice. with, with that being said, though, you never punch somebody in the face mask. Why? Because you can break your hand. He punched him in the face mask, and thankfully it was the face mask where it kind of turned the head a little bit, and it took a little to blow off. If he would have punched him dead like center of the, the, the helmet part, like the crown. Broken hand. Broken hand. So he got lucky there. But once again, never punch in the face mask. Go for the takedown here, Wimps, right? This is a two-legged dominance. So key, okay, so let's watch the windup. Not where I want to see it, right? They always say tight wins the race. Right now that elbow's a little wide. Let's see what he does with no that follow chicken through. Wing. Yep, let's see. Slide number three. Stuart, ready? Good. We got three minutes to go. Yep. Johnson's standing there like he's just 
at a crossing walk and waiting for the light to turn green. Doesn't really know what's going on right now. Mims puts his whole entire body weight into it. Now, a couple things here, Brent. Number one, we always teach this in boxing. The head has to be behind the front knee. Why? Because it gives you retaliation to a blowback for a counter move, right? If your head's in front of your front knee, um, you lean over, you get countered. Right now, the head over the front knee, don't like that. Back foot, way too far off the ground, right? He's putting all his momentum into this one, and I don't like what I see. And by the way, left hand, down by the hip, get it up by your face, man. What happens if someone counters you? You gotta be ready for the counters. So needless to say, this was an all or nothing punch. He put all into it, and you know what? Didn't really see a result. Yeah, Guy just much. stood there. Johnson just stood there, and it was what it Bad was. Bad moment for Wims. Bad moment for Wims. By the Wims, way, this, this Wims frame sorry. is fantastic. I know. Because it's like, and that's exactly what happened. Like, Gardner Johnson just kind of was like, did that just happen? Yeah. Like, he kind of just took the shot, yeah. right? And by the way, if I had a helmet on, I'd take as many punches as you wanted to give me. No, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, right now, I think we can agree that Johnson has advantage. But is there anything more demoralizing? And I'm not saying the Bears lost because of this right here. But is there anything more demoralizing? Because obviously, he's putting all his strength into this punch right now. I mean, you can tell it from the, the head over the front knee. You can tell it from the back heel and the fact that he's leaning over. Is there anything more demoralizing when you punch somebody as hard as you can and the reaction is, dude, what was that? What are you doing right now? I think this play right here was the reason why the Chicago Bears lost. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, obviously, but it didn't help anything because he got thrown out of the game. It was a penalty, all that stuff. Two-game suspension yeah. for Javon Wims on that. So, uh, hey, you know what? When the Jags are 1-6, and six, coming yeah. off a of bye week and lost six in a row and, and, and giving up 30-plus a game, yeah. we break down fights at the wall that says it all. what we got, all. man. It's what we got. But seriously, guys, takedowns. Go for the takedowns. Yeah, stop with the helmet punching. Stop with the helmet punching. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. Hey, Nikki, football, live, local, loud. Jerry Daniels coming up next here at ESPN 690. He asked this question today. Gator fans, if Florida could only win one game this season, would you rather it be over FSU or Georgia? Weber, FSU or Georgia? We're not playing FSU, so Georgia. Ah, uh, you uh, politician. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, that's the question. What about you? What, what are you thinking? Well, I'm not a Gator fan, so I can't okay. even get here. Okay. It's either, I would say, beat the Yankees. <laughs> uh, so, Nikki, football, live, local, loud. Jerry Daniels coming up next here on ESPN. Let that match the question. 690. You like the Packers yeah. tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, that's Come good. On. That might get you back hey, into Wisconsin hey, at hey. the Pickle. I like the Packers, everybody. Yeah, Pickle. We'll see you on Jaguars All Access tonight on Fox 30 at 7 o'clock. Have a good night.